0: Welcome to Dafyarim Yerushalmi, we're holding in Zumaayi, Daflamitesh, and the Oizvaradur edition, Perek in the beginning of Alocha So the Gowar says, Tani, la'ir makir First he goes into a city, doesn't know anybody over there. Or oh, he's in the field, in the go'irun, where they give out the t'vua, where they give out truma Isis, he doesn't know anybody over there. Now he's a Koyen, he wants to take Trumo, he wants to make sure that Trumo is tall. <mail-tas> says the more I raise a nishal bin the chaver bein Amoritz, Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Shimon Gamliel says he can ask anybody who is here a chaver that I could trust, who's somebody that I could be, I could rely on his Taharu on his kashrus, and even Amoritz can tell him, and we trust the words of Amoritz according to Shimon Gamliel when he speaks about somebody else. Rabbi Omer a el lechaver bilvat. He can ask, says Rabbi. Regarding Truman, only a Chavar, only one who himself is trustworthy, he can testify at somebody else, not the Amoritz. After the Rebbe, Keremayr, the Mishim Gamliel, B'Shitosei. Rebbe goes in the Shito of Rameir. Mishim Gamliel goes in his own Shito. What, what are we talking about? The Taniyatamon, we have another Mishnah. When you have a blemish that could become, by an Odom, not, it does not come naturally. So the din is whenever you have a bechor, a firstborn, it's supposed to be a korban, a kodesh. If it has a blemish, one can eat it. The kohen who gets the bechor can eat it. So the question is, when you, who did the blemish? Did the blemish happen naturally, or someone did it purposely to disqualify it from being a korban? So we're like this: If you have a blemish, the, the Israel shepherds are niman because anyway, they, we can't eat it. They have to give it to the kohen. So they're nemon to say it happened automatically; it wasn't done purposely. But the koyanim, the shepherds are koyanim. We don't trust them. We're Maybe they did the blemish unknown. He is nemon a, a, a koyan. Is nemon not on himself? He's nemon on somebody else. He's nemon to speak about another koyan. Ramei goes back to the first shita. He says, someone who's husked, someone was uh, 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 were suspecting that he could do something wrong on his own, so he can't become a dying, he can't be a maid, he can't testify on somebody else. So the Gemara says, the same achlik as you have over there between mayor and Shreem like, right mayor, You don't trust somebody who is not Nehman uh, when he speaks about somebody else. And if Shreem says you do trust him, it's the same achlik as over here. Shreem here relies on him to say, who does true v'taharov? And to says, because he's not trustworthy himself, he cannot testify on somebody else says the Gemara, What's the Makhloikis over here? Likach. We're talking about someone, a Koyin who's taking chumo So Makhloikis is going to rely on a Maoretz who's testifying about somebody else. To give it out. If someone who's a Balabai, he he wants to give out Shumo to the Koyin. And he wants to verify which Koyin is a Maoretz, which not. Offerim Shimon Gamliel Moed, the Yibim Shimon Gamlil says, you can now rely on a to verify who is a Koyin who keeps the truma of Ma'bein l'chalak, ma'bein l'kech. What does it mean? Someone who is taking or someone who is giving it out. So When someone gives out trumo, there is a koyel. there is a rumor that goes out and everybody is going to speak about it. They're going to say, oh, this person gave trumo to this ko'yan, probably this ko'yan is nemon on t'ahar. So you have to verify that much more. It's not only something a person does on his own, it's something that everybody else will rely on going forward. The person goes into a city sees a group of people he asked the group Mika Mi who's the one who's trustworthy who's a person who is mycer does the, uh, the mistress so one, one gets up and says it's me you can rely on me I'm very careful uh, to do the myces correctly the rest of the people of the seal the rest of the group said yeah he is really Nemon I raise the name on, so you trust him, he says it on his own. All the people around him say say it so, so we trust it. But I'm um, ruling and amon, what happens if the people around him say no no, you can't trust him? Be fun of If they stand in front of the face of the person who said on himself that he's an ammon, so then you trust them because the fact that they're willing to say in front of his face, that means they're saying the truth. They wouldn't say that, they wouldn't risk saying something wrong in front of somebody when the person hears them be of But if he's not in front of him, and then he said I'm Naaman, he left, and somebody comes and tells this person who's asking. So you should know that person who said that he's Naaman, you can't trust him. So we don't we think that maybe this person would be more Moitzilas. The fact that he didn't say it in front of the face of the person, that shows that maybe what he's saying is not true. So therefore you could still trust the person who said I'm Naaman. If the person lives in the city, he doesn't have a special takkadah, we're not really lenient with him because he lives here. So we talk about he's going to a group of chaveirim, of people that are careful. And then you say, he can ask somebody, the person can say, I'm Nehemon, and the rest of the people, you rely on them, and you have all the dining we said before. And now, Labbatessu would basically say, If you talk about somebody who doesn't live in the city, he's a guest. So that goes back to we learn the Mishnah. So we're lenient by a guest. And even if it's a group of Ame'a, you can go and trust the person. If he asks who's Namon, he says it's Neman. If the people around him in the group agree with him. Says more of a Kasha On the Pshat of that we talk about B they were talking about someone who we're talking about Khaverim, that they're careful with their trubus of ISIS. How could that be? We're gonna use the gears over here of the We're going to Omar should gears be fan of Neman? And you say that if the group said something bad about this person after he left, down in front of his face, so that you still trust this person, meaning you go to this group of people, you ask who's Neman. Reuben gets up and says, "I'm Naaman. Then he leaves. Then Shimon and Levi say, "No, no, no! Don't trust Reuven. Reuben is not Naaman. So we said before, because it's not in front of Reuven, you don't listen to Shimon and Levi, and you still trust Reuven when you have chaverim that tell you. According to Abiyon, we talk about that Ben Eir talk about chaverim. So you have Khaver that tell you that this guy is not Neman, you still don't listen to them? And the gemara remains with a question. The gemara quotes the end of the Mishnah, the chamor <laughs> Shadikha you have the two donkey men, the people that sell merchandise coming to the city. You have a and the Mishnah, can you trust them or not? My time you that you trust them. People in the city, they need the merchandise. They need to live. So therefore you trust the Khamar and they're testifying on the produce of the other. What's the reasoning of Rabbana? They can go and have from a different city. They don't have to rely on the chamar of this city. They need food. You travel to the next town, and there you can buy food. You don't have to rely specifically on these people who come over here. And if I'm not trusting what they're saying, I'm not going to be lenient on this edus on this testimony. This is the end of the fourth parak. Starting now the fifth parak. the Mishnah someone who buys from a baker, how does he do maestros? Now the simple understanding in the Mishnah, if you just read the Mishnah the way it is, as Rabbi Chaim points out, we talk about he's buying from a baker who's Amoritz. So now you have a mind you're not sure if he did maestros. So there we have the dilemma, the Mishnah is going to tell us how do you do it. But as the Mephosheth points out, earlier in the Mesechtah, the Gemari Yerushalmi explained, we're talking here about even a Nachtum Chavik, because if he's a wholesaler who sells memido gaso, he sells large amounts, large, large quantities, then he doesn't have to do trubus of So then we have to understand what's trying the Mishnah, that you treat what he's doing as dmai. Dmai is a sophic Here we're talking about someone that we know he didn't do trubus So Ibukai brings the explanation that you say maybe the flower that this Nachtam is using, maybe that some the one he took from did Chubasubisis. Now that's only a sophic so that's something that still needs more beer. But Al Kalpani, what we have over here in the Mishnah, we're talking about someone buying from a baker who is not sure if he did the Mysras or not. So, what should he do? So, then stay on the hamsha of the Mishnah. Let's go back to what we, re- we saw earlier in the Myssekhto. We know that when a person is, takes out Mysserisha and Mysserisha, that's something that everybody can eat. Not only the Levi who takes Mysserisha can eat it, Israel can also eat Mysserisha. Mysserisha, of course, a person can eat it, the requirement is to take it to Yerushalayim, but it's something that belongs to the owner. And if the owner does not take the fruits to Yerushalayim, he can redeem the fruits on money. Similarly, in the years, they don't take Maish Hashem, you take Maish ani. you give the Oni to the ani. that's also something that Yerushalayim can eat. He needs to give it to the ani, but he has, he's allowed to eat it. When you give Maish Risha to the levy, the levy is required to take 10% of that take one-tenth of the maizah, which is one-hundredth of the whole t'vuhah, and give that to the coin. And that is called truma's maizah. The truma's maizah is a din of a trumo. And trumo only a kohen can eat, not nobody else. So when you have your pile of fruits, and you're taking out maizah, most of the maizah the stroll can eat. He's supposed to give it to the levy, to the Ani, or take it to Yerushalayim. But Mitzah did he can eat it himself. So when you come to a time of Suffolk, when it's only Dma'i, so then you don't have to give it to the levi. You don't have to give it to the honey. He can eat it himself. Will, the things he has to take to he will redeem and eat the fruits over here. But the true mindset that has to go to the kohen, he cannot eat himself. That he has to take out from the fruits. And that's what I'm just going to speak about over here. Another thing that you need to give to the kohen and his soul cannot eat, that's chalo, hafroshosh Hafrash Hafroshosh means whatever you have dough, you need to take out one out of 48th and give it to the kohen. These are two parts that Yisrael cannot eat. He must give it to the queen. So says the Mishnah, what do you do when you're doing the maister? you take the shear of Chumas, maister, and Chala. Which, what is Chumas, maister? Chumas, maister is 10% of the 10% that gives to the levi, which means one out of a hundredth, one percent. Chala, Chala is one out of 48th. So when you have a hundred, it's a little more than two. A little more than two pieces out of the hundred, a little more than two percent. What does he say? One out of a hundred, the On this side of what he takes out, that's the miser. I mean one out of a hundred of the whole fruits. But you cannot take Chuma's miser if you don't have miser. Miser goes to the Levi. 10% of that goes to the coin. You must have the miser. So where's the miser? The miser you're not going to take out because that a person could keep if it's the mice. But it needs to be next to the Trumas Meiser. It has to be part of the truest Meiser. The Trumas Meiser is one out of ten of the Meisers. So you have to have the Meiser as well. So Mitch continues and says, The fruits that are around this piece that he took out, that's the Meiser. So you have all the fruits. I say, 10% on the right, that is Meiser. And the one I take out from that right, that's the Trumas Meiser. Zeshah City Meiser, also Trumas Meiser, I love Vashar Chalo. So the piece that he took out, he says, that right side that became meiser. What I take out, what I took out. That's the truest meiser on the ten on the nine or left. That's one part of what I took out, and the other part of what I took out, which comes out to be two a little more than two percent. That's going to be challah. In other words, what he does is when he has a pile of hundred, he takes out a little more than three. One percent becomes the truest meiser on the meiser which is right near it. And the 2% becomes chala on everything that's left. And then he continues and says, Where is it? He has to specify where it is either the north or the south of the pile. And then he redeems the chala on money so that he can eat the entire pile. So by doing this, what did he achieve? Now the stroll can eat whatever is left. Until now, he was not able to eat it because there was too much there. So he, and also, he needs to do a Foschus Meisters, not by taking it out, but by designating and saying where it is. So he has a whole pile. He takes out whatever needs to be, True West Meister, and Challah takes it out. He specifies that you have Meister Rishon right wherever he took out the True West from. He specifies where my Meister Shani is and redeems it. Now, whatever is left, that's Mututututti, to the today's to eat. With this, we conclude you shall live da